Hi guys, welcome to today's episode of the show and a conversation about fashion and style and building a career in that industry. We're going to talk about everything from finding clients to working your way up, what it looks like to pay your dues, and somehow land in a really important conversation about period poverty. Today, I'm sitting down with celebrity stylist Carla Welch. And if you're not already familiar with her work, Google it. If there is an A-list actress who has walked a red carpet in the last decade, they were probably wearing an outfit that she styled for them. Her clientele is literally legendary. Her career is something that has taken decades to build up to. And I'm not going to lie, it took me a solid 45 minutes to pick my outfit because there was no way I was going to come at the right level for the person I was sitting with. But all of that to say, it ended up being a really beautiful conversation about things I care about deeply. Things like hard work and apprenticeship and building a career and a life, what it looks like to be a female leader, what it looks like to turn your career into your purpose and to give back to a cause that really means a lot. I hope you enjoy this conversation and getting to know Carla Welch. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Yeah, you just came well through done. award seasons, right? Or mm-hmm. we're done? Yeah, we're yeah, with done Okay, that. great. But it, I mean, it doesn't Until, stop. will you do stuff for the mat? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Do you have a slow season? Is that a thing? Um, it might slow down a little bit in the summer. Okay. Yeah, but not really. Yeah. It's a pretty steady churn. And how long, like how many years has it been this? Like 15. Wow. Yeah. But the last like maybe 10 years, especially. I okay. think when all the streaming services started and TV became so the place to be, that's mm-hmm. when everything got really, really busy. Because, you know, there's more people doing, there are more oh, projects. So yeah. the need for more content is amplified. Got it. Because you're not just media. styling for a red carpet. You're styling yeah, for everything. Exactly. So okay. it's not just and you know, if you're it's just how many movies can be made in a year. Mm. Whereas TV shows and content shows can be churned out. It's not quite the same for movies. So it is opened up like just the amount of people who do things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and are, the sheer events. Do you are you intentional about trying to carve out time for yourself so that you get rest in that or are you just like this is the season we got to go no it's the season like yeah. our job is reactionary right mm. it's like 
if someone needs, you know, you can plan ahead, but then all of a sudden it's like, hey, this person has an event tomorrow. Okay, great. Wow. So, yeah, but of course, listen, we like to keep bankers hours here, so which is great. Yeah. When we have to go over, we go over. And, you know, of course, during award season, you're just like in the grind. <laughs> Sleeping on the floor. Sleeping you're on just this like, couch. you figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, how did you get into this world? Um, I grew up in fashion. I, well, I grew up in the retail business. My okay. dad had a store. So I just loved, I did always love clothes and I loved kind of the service of it. I like, I loved working in, in a retail store. I think it's like such an amazing, I think you can tell people who've worked in retail mm-hmm. versus those who have not. And I'm giving the shout out to people who have. <laughs> um, and then, you know what, I moved, I fell in love and I moved to LA and I started um, assisting and then styling my own shoots and then just kind of being like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I can figure it out. And I kind of did any job that came my way. Like, some of my jobs were hilarious. Like, do 200 extras at a soccer game. <laughs> so it was, like, not all couture and diamonds. Yeah. It was serious grunt. And how did you make that jump from assistant to you're actually styling your own stuff? Just because I knew I could do it. I and, and I actually don't even suggest that route. I think I came up in a different time. Or or maybe I do. I don't know. I think it would be harder to do now. But I really was just like, I had come from running a restaurant and running my own shit. So I had all those skills of being a kind of a team leader. And I knew, I just had it in me. Because there's so much of managing when it comes to like styling. It's not just pulling things and putting a dress on. It's like running your team, being organized, paying the bills, like all the skills I had because I worked in the restaurant industry for a very long time. I was a maitre d' of a restaurant and the manager there. And so I kind of had this skill set of an earlier career that I was very deeply in for a decade. And then I switched back to fashion. So I just kind of knew I had it. And what I did was I had an amazing assistant who I worked with. And I really learned so much from her. I was oh, cool. Give Ashley Sinclair, a huge shout out because just the nuts and bolts of it of like, because I did a lot of advertising and music stuff. So, oh, this is how a studio service works. This is how this works. And then I just asked lots of questions. And I think generally, if you ask people, they're super willing to help. I agree. Yeah. And I think people get afraid of that. And I, whenever I have an intern here, I'm always like, just ask me. Yeah. You're not, you're, oh, you're, you're so busy. No, no, no. I'm here to help you yeah. and teach you. I don't want you to, you know, occupy my whole day. <laughs> yeah. But if you have a question, ask. Yeah. And so I just had a real naive belief in myself, but also I had the skills. Yes. And I think that's what I realized now looking back, like I actually had all the skills because I have 30 years of working, which got me to each place. Right. Yeah. What percentage do you think, at least in the beginning, was you were set up, not set up for it, but you were capable of taking on this role what percentage of that was like your creative, you had a vision for the style and what percentage was the business aspect that you knew how to get shit done? I think it's pretty like was probably 60, 40. Mm. And now it's like now, now that I have such an amazing infrastructure in place and a great team, very, very strong team. Now I'm more creative than anything, oh, which great. is so nice. Like yeah. I can set the vision for someone and you know, and, and it's the stepping stones, right? You get more collaborative clients. You 
get bigger opportunities, but it's cause I had a really big foundation. So That's at the cool. beginning it was, yeah, it was like, okay, time management, efficiency, being able to interpret what someone needs. So that's a huge thing in our business because it's not just the Carla show. It's, okay, you're doing this job. This is what the director wants. He wants this. And so you kind of have to tap into your like visual library and create characters for people. So Mm -hmm. it's like a real mixed bag. How does that differ if you're creating a character that's fictional versus it's a huge A-list actress, she's walking the red carpet. Yeah. When it's like, it's her yeah. versus a character. That, totally different. Yeah. Yeah, so different. And I don't do a lot of costume design and I don't work really in that medium anymore of like, you know, even just like ad campaigns where that were a little more commercial. Like mm-hmm. I don't really do that anymore. But what I would always do is like, if I saw someone... I would like file them in my brain mm. if I saw a look I liked or like something that felt kind of significant, like, oh, there's an older woman shopping at Trader Joe's. I would create like little, because I have a really amazing memory, I would create visuals of people in my mind. So if I ever had to tap into that, there Very it cool. was. Yeah. yeah. And so if you, when you began the process of starting to do bigger celebrities mm-hmm. where people have an expectation of how mm-hmm. she's going to show up yeah. at this award show. Yeah. What does that process even look like? Well, it's, it's a trust process, right? Because it's not like your first thing you're doing with someone is the big award show. Yeah, of course. You're doing a lot and you're creating a relationship with them and you're creating a visual identity with them. So it's like, yeah. And, and for me, it's like a little bit of, just flowing with it. And when I start working with someone, I like conjure a muse for them. Where I, And it's not like a muse like, okay, we're going to do Audrey Hepburn or yeah. Catherine Hepburn, a, a Hepburn. It's more <laughs> of like just the Hepburns. Right. Um, but they're in my memory, yeah. right? But it, for me, it's like thinking, what's the essence of this person? Has this person already got incredible style when they come to me? And it's just further elevating them for these big moments because I do moments I don't do street style which is a whole other beast and great for people who do but I do like the storytelling associated with a project that they've done storytelling in Mm. so for me it's like deciding between the two if someone is coming to me just to make them them then that is so fascinating to me because I was thinking this when I was driving over because there are I mean, I feel like a younger generation maybe doesn't idolize a lot of the big stars the way that maybe we would have when yeah, we were younger. because we only had movies. They right. have streaming. Right. It's a completely, <laughs> it's totally it's completely different. Yes. So I was thinking how amazing that there are these celebrities or these actresses specifically mm-hmm. that I like think of. Mm-hmm. And it's not actually... Her, she didn't pick that outfit out. She didn't no. do that hair. She didn't choose that. She didn't. And maybe, like you said, some of them are really collaborative or they have a yeah. vision. But there is a team of people who Correct. made her her, yeah. which is fascinating. Yeah, it's wild. So how many, and uh, you could just be like, I can't answer that. But how many people would you say they actually had their own very clear vision of what they wanted? Yeah, you're like, it's not a thing. I even think this for what we do, whether it's graphic design or the layout of a photo shoot or how a room mm-hmm. looks, a set design. That's not me. Right. Someone else is making me yeah. look way better than but, I would be able to on my own. And that's knowing your skill set, right? right? And that's knowing what you're good at and 
what you're good at is sitting here talking to me, asking the questions and writing your books, like, and everything else. Like, you yeah. have to delegate. Yeah. Yeah, we're not some island. Right. And and I do, of course, have a couple clients who just have, who just want to, like, keep elevating because mm-hmm. they already have amazing style, but I'm still the person doing it. Right. Right? right. Like, it's not like they're calling up a designer and getting something. Yeah. Uh, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very equal footing, like, and, and, and it's so much fun. It's great. It's great. How do you care that they get credit for something you actually created? No, of course okay. not. Yeah. Okay. Because some stylists have a very big ego about what they, yeah. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. But I've been here for 20 years. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you feel like that's a big component of the success in this industry? Of course. Yeah. 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 At the end of the day, I'm in service to the person who I'm working with. Mm. And and I do, and I actually feel like I'm one of the first stylists who really went outside the lane of being in that space. But stylists, I, I don't necessarily buy that we don't get a lot of credit. We get so much credit. Mm. And ultimately, I'm a conduit for the designer. I'm taking their clothes. It's not like I made that fucking dress. Right. I zipped it up. Right. I picked it. I tailored it. I made sure it was perfect. I got the accessories. I got the dress. And mm-hmm. getting the dress is a lot of work, but it's I, I didn't make the dress. Right. So, I mean, right. there's no lack of a- accolades in our business, but you can't, um, you can't rely on them. Yeah. It's the death of the... Yeah. You kind of have to... And, and you've got to be equalist. I'm working with stars. I am not the star. Hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just from a creative perspective, so when we they first started talking about you and doing the show and all this mm-hmm. stuff, I started following you on Instagram. Oh, okay. And it Thanks. from my yeah, of course, from my outsider perspective, it seems like you are genuinely excited about what you're doing, about the oh, looks. Yeah. Like, like I, I think it's so wonderful that you're like, okay, one more, just yeah, one yeah, more yeah, photo. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, looks yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Which is really cool because oh I feel God, like... Oh, my God, I would... You would... This is one thing people don't understand about styling, and maybe they are more now. It is grunt work. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are here. I'm yeah. doing 16 things right. right today. Right. People will roll their eyes when they hear this because I totally get paid a lot of money. But there's a lot of physical labor. Like, there's a lot of labor in the 20 years I've worked of, like, the first to set, the last to leave, the returns, the carrying of everything into the Beverly Center. I remember before, like, uh, we would go to H&M at the Beverly Center and I didn't want to take three trips because I wanted to be so efficient with time that I would load the plastic bags on my arms and walk through and, like, the elevator at the Beverly Center was always slow, so you had to take the escalators. But I would have, like, burn marks from the plastic bags cutting into my arms. Oh my like, little cut marks rather, yeah. not burn marks. But it's, like, it's crazy. Like, every stylist I know has, like, back problems. But... <laughs> But you have to love it. Otherwise, you would just resent it because we work with personalities who are demanding and who need, and you're like, I'm not going on a red carpet. Yeah. That is hellish to me. And it's hellish to them, but they have to be there in this best version of themselves, and my job is to take care of them. Yeah. So you better love it or you're going to be real tired. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, 
The leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Very long ago, I was a wedding planner. Oh my God. Oh, I would not go near a bride if you offered me a hundred million dollars. I I wouldn't do it. Oh, it was that fear of like, I have to look perfect. Yeah. Adult, this has to fit me perfectly. I have yeah. to, but you're dealing with that times a thousand because it. Yeah, but brides are just uh, a, a whole, whole other thing. beast. Wow. But how do you manage the ego or the emotions of someone who is scared about something that has nothing to do with this mm. dress, but it's mm-hmm. going to come out? Yeah, in the fact it comes that this, out on the yeah. stylist. Yeah. That's the the yeah. stylist gets it. Yeah. Well, you're just got to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like. It's a relationship. Like, I know my clients. We have community with each other. Like, I get them at a vulnerable place. They're naked in my room. Yeah. And so, and I care deeply for them. And I want to do the best job. And I don't ever, like, relax about it. I don't relax on the last outfit because I don't care about the last outfit. I really have only ever looked forward, like... I had to look back. I did a master class and talk about my career, and, which was amazing and fun. But like, I'm very forward. I'm just like, okay, what is next? And it has to be as good or better. Mm. And how how do you pull that off? <laughs> Magic. <laughs> yeah. Do, but are you looking for things like this specific person hasn't done couture or this specific yeah. person hasn't done yellow like is yeah. it that literal yeah it can be you think about the project you're prepping and like what's the story around it and you know I'm working with a client I'm not gonna say who but it's new it's our first fitting is tomorrow but I have a real distinct idea of how I want her to progress and so I just that's start cool. building it yeah yeah that's cool yeah but it's fun like you have to leave room because it can be repetitive, right? Like, okay, okay, da, 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 met blah, 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 blah. But like, you always have to leave room for people to inspire you and, and I want to inspire them. Yeah. Yeah. Out of curiosity, what have you thought of the red carpet of the Met of the last couple of years? Well, my girls have always looked fucking amazing. <laughs> so I like have won the last few Met Balls. I'm not going to like, That's I won't amazing. even downplay it. I yeah. have like the yeah. last few Met Balls, my girls have been the best dressed. Yeah. Who are your girls? Who well, are like last year it was Haley Bieber. She mm, wore that amazing she, white oh Saint Laurent, and actually Adwa. She wore this incredible, incredible Tory Burch that we had custom made. And then the year before, like for craft, it was really like 
Lord, she wore this amazing Bodhi look. Mm. And it was just, it hit all that you're like, you don't remember it, but it's, rem- it's memorable. Yeah. It was like incredible. But we had a lot of people that. That one was, that was a psycho mat, actually. Was that? That was the September mat. Oh, right. Like, don't do that, that again. That was so wild. It was dumb. What was that? Uh, what was the It theme? was craft. Oh, okay. So we okay. really leaned into like American craft. Right, for it. yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, but I don't even remember how many people I did that. I'm netball. sure. Yeah, I'm I can't sure. remember. It's been forever, forever. One of my favorite days of the year oh, to just yay. look at the clothes. Yeah, it is. That's what it's I'm there for. Nerd out, but it always to me. I'm a jeans and t-shirt girl. Okay, I'm not a ball gown, but yeah. to me, that red carpet is always art. It is so stunning what people pull yeah. together. And the last couple of years, I've been like, wah, wah, because I felt like the one where they had to pull it because of COVID yeah. and it was people sort of, it felt like almost didn't know what to yeah. do. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I was just curious from your Yeah, I can see that. I, I remember everybody on the back end of that September Met Ball was like, fuck, where the fuck? Yeah. Like it just didn't like, it didn't feel amazing. Was that the one that was Americana or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, so that's yeah. like American right. crafts movement. Oh, got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Okay. Or yeah, it was Americana because yeah. we tapped into craft and then- you know, and then the last Met Balls when Roe versus Wade, we, right. when that leak came out. So that was like brutal. Right. Right. You're like, what are we But doing? it's also a real grounder. It's like, yeah, this shit doesn't matter. Yeah. But I love yes. it. I love the Met Ball. I love that it's a costume ball. Yeah. So And cool. it's fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool to see the people who really, I, there was some, it might have been Vogue or some, I can't even remember who, did a behind the scenes of Kim Kardashian getting ready. Yeah. The year she wore that, it almost looked like it was like poured on her body. Yeah, yeah, the mu- uh, Mugler, yeah. yeah. And I had no idea the level, like how much work goes in. There were like yeah. 20 people putting yeah. her in that dress. Yeah. And that she, how seriously she took she that she was, seriously. I was like, I actually respect the shit oh, out of that. Oh my God. That's amazing. 100%. Like, the commitment she, is there. Yeah. The commitment's there. Yeah. Yeah, why? Why half-ass anything? Right. And the whole team of people, just like from from the ones doing the stitching to the ones, like everybody cares so much. Correct. That's so, you never get to see that. As right. a person who's just like scrolling yeah, the red yeah, carpet, yeah. which is yeah, what I'm sure, usually sure. doing, I've never seen yeah. the level of artistry that's going into that. Yeah. It's a huge undertaking. How do you even find a team of people who will play on that level with you in terms of assistance? the other stylists that you work with, the people who are going to be as passionate about the art as you are? Well, I just think at the level that I'm at, that's, I mean, that's who you're going to Water attract. rises, right? right? And that's, that's, yeah. And it's like iron sharp. I'm very like, you have to like, it's iron sharpens iron. Like you have to be so good to work here. Mm. You have to be wanting, this is like getting your PhD in styling. So then you can go on like assistants are in the business to become stylists. Right. But I, I can't have them. If you have no experience, you're coming here, you've done your master's degree. We're getting your PhD and then you're going to go on your way. Wow. But I'm also fortunate. I keep my assistants for a long time. Yeah. You know, it's a nice place to work, but I am like, we're here. Yeah, yeah, we are in the relentless pursuit of perfection. Yeah. Yeah. When you're considering a new person for your team, mm-hmm. are there characteristics that you're looking for that, I mean, I love that idea, like iron sharpens iron. Like, yeah. what are the things you're like, red flag? It's not. Well, when it, it's about them, it's right. like, it's funny to like have so much perspective from like 
again, running a restaurant, having a team of 20, and then just coming, doing 20 years in the business of having like, you know, at least one or three assistants at any given time consistently. It's like, it's a due paying business. And I know a lot of people don't, that doesn't necessarily fit in the mindset of a lot of people who work nowadays, Yeah, but it is like, and by the way, I pay very well, healthcare, retirement, all of it. It, you pay your dues. Yeah. You don't come in and you think about it how you would do it. I want people to think about how I do it. Yeah. Because when I was an employee, it was like, I thought about how I can make my boss's life easier. And it's funny, I posted this thing from my masterclass of like, these are attributes I look for an assistant. Like, be a little bit early. Be ready to work when you arrive to work, which is like saying being early. Yeah. But And like, inspire your boss and have a good, don't come in as a downer. Like, right. don't suck the energy out of the room. Right. Um, and in, it'd be in, inspiring. And they were like, and most, it was both ends of the spectrum. Like, yes, right on. That sounds like unpaid labor. And I assure you, it is not unpaid labor. In yeah. fact, that kind of labor will make you money. Yeah. Like when I say inspire me, be like, oh, I watched this film and I saw this look. It's like, we're in a visual creative business. Know your history. Know what's out there. Say, hey, I saw this line. I thought you might like it. Yeah. 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 Don't suck the energy out of the room. It's, you know, it's one of those things that there is this, there's so many incredible things for the next generation who are coming up. There's Mm -hmm. so much awareness that they have that I don't feel I'm 40. I don't know how Mm -hmm. old you are, but that I didn't have when I was- Add nine. (laughs) When I was 20, I didn't have that knowledge or that information or that advocacy for myself. A hundred percent. We didn't, we really didn't. Right. That's not our era. But I also think that I sort of wonder if we'll lose some of that dues paying that, that, um, you were an apprentice. You really yeah. learned your trade. And I while love you were learning, the apprentice, right? Yeah, mindset. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, while you were learning, you were also like, "Well, someday when it's my turn, correct, I'm gonna do it this way." Right. But it, to your point, while you're here, correct, we're gonna learn how to do it your and way. I've had so many assistants call me and be like, "Hey, I'm so sorry that I did that because that just happened to me with an assistant I have." Yeah. Until your name is on the door. You really don't. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And so I always was like, okay, maybe I didn't like that decision someone made, but I have to respect it because it's their business. Right. Like, you know, a lot of people can think, oh, well, I would do that. This is like practically my job. And it's like, you wouldn't get that job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not at yeah. that level. No, you're yet. not there. Yeah. 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 It's so real. It's so real. And, it, and, and I think the boundaries are amazing and wanting to you know, personal time and all that stuff. And it's, it's great. Like we didn't have those boundaries, but, but also like, I hate to say it, you're not going to get where I am. That's the thing. You're not going to, some industries, you're not going to get to me. Yes. With that. Yes. And that's okay. You can be somewhere else. That's your choice. But if you're looking at me and you're wondering how I got here, this is the thing is like, there are some industries where you can't always show up at nine and leave at five Correct. and like it's the creative industries it's right. just not it it's just it's not, not going to be it's the just thing. not it and you don't have to have the lifestyle have that yeah. you see of course you don't yeah but if you want that yeah there's a reason that everybody in the position you admire is telling you the same thing correct which is like this is the road correct yeah 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 i think also there's a feelings. lot feelings and i love feelings and i know right? we're about feelings but sometimes feelings don't if you're in a corporate environment you don't actually get to come into work with all your feelings right right 
leave it outside. Leave it outside. Yeah. Take have time with your feelings. Yeah. Feelings are so important, but it's just like I don't want but all not your feelings here, right? Not here. Yeah, because the people who are coming in, it's about feelings. their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's about their feelings. They got enough feelings for mm-hmm. all of us. Exactly. So exactly. just leave that there. Yeah. God, it's so real. I mean, it sounds so tough, and I'm not that. I'm not so tough, but it's like, it's a tough biz. Yeah. It's yeah. a tough. Yeah. It's full of sacrifice. And you don't, I don't know. I just keep going back to this idea. Like you don't have to want it. You don't have to want it. But if you want it, get buckle get with up. It. Buckle yeah. up. This is what it is. Buckle up. Yeah. And it's hard and it takes a while. This is the other thing I feel like so many people, because they can see things on social media yeah. that we never saw. I never the saw the grind. Like the grind. Yeah. I never saw. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch you know, E is going to do a special on a, the yeah. stars' homes or whatever. Yeah, and I'll be yeah, like, yeah. okay, well, that's what it would look like if you could afford a nice house. Yeah. That was my only reference yes. or a People right, magazine right, right. back yeah. in the day. But you never saw constantly bombardment of success, success, Correct. success. So I think it's really screwing with people who think, well, I for tried sure. it for 18 months. Right. And I'm not where I, I had an assistant be. who worked for like three weeks and yeah. was like, you know, I just need how to figure out how to get up the ladder faster, how but, to move up faster. Right. And by the way, this was 17 years ago. Yeah. And I looked at her and I was like, work. Right. That's the answer. Work is the yeah. answer. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is, it's a real mind fuck. I would never have wanted to come up with social media and where you see everything, but behind all of that is a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of sacrifices. It's a lot of like making decisions that harm your personal life. Mm-hmm. But the flip side is it's like, yeah, you want to fly to New York and work on the Met Ball? Right. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. 
where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Now, mm-hmm. you have kids? I have a, a son, a 17-year-old. Okay. okay. And what was it like to build this mm-hmm. while raising a child? It's super hard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's hard. Yeah. It's super, duper hard because obviously I am in the business of giving my energy to people. Mm-hmm. And so what energy do you have left to give yeah. to the other people? Yeah. And really, it should be the flip side, which is a constant work in progress even this morning I was like I got a bus to move to get down here I can't yeah you know hang out hang out and what grade he's a teenager he's still yeah sleeping, yeah so he's fine, fine. Yeah, what he's grade fine. is he in school 11 so are you did you do the college tour no yeah okay. with an artist here okay so it's okay like we're gonna cool. just cool I don't even believe in all of that to yeah. be honest yeah and I, I that sounds it's probably and I know that's a traditional thing but I'm not a traditionalist yeah in no way. I'm I'm very similar to you it I have a lot of kids. Um, you do? I do. I have four. Oh, my God. Amazing. I know, I know. It's a lot. But my oldest is 16. Okay. And completely on his own. This is not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he is very focused on college and where Amazing. he's going and what he's going to do. And I'm like, All right, I will. So I was more asking yeah. from like, yeah, have yeah, you done yeah. this? Because I got to do it yeah, next year. Yeah, I think it's like you let your kid lead. Yeah. And he is. Yeah, man. which is amazing. <laughs> Mine is just like, I think I'm going to take a leap year. Yeah, good. Yeah, or gap I, year, whatever I it's called. I wish Jackson would do that. I wish he but would. But you know what? Some people love the community of going there and some people yeah. thrive yeah. and some and people he don't. Will. Yeah. yeah. And I got the other, I've, my third son is definitely the one who will like go live in a commune and yeah. like yes. draw and yes. paint. And I'm like, great. That's, yeah. I love that for you. Yes, totally. Yeah. <laughs> good it for is. You. Four it, kids. That's awesome. I know. I don't even know how we're here, but yes, okay. we are. But yeah, building this and managing those hours. Yeah. I'm imagining that you had great support in doing Well, it. I have an amazing husband who just really took up all the reins. And actually, Matthew really ran the business side of everything. And he's an artist. So he made has made great sacrifices to allow my career mm-hmm. to thrive in the yeah. way it has. It was It's really on his back as well. But I didn't. We were broke. <laughs> we had no money when we had Clem. And I just was like a fucking, I don't know, just yeah. by the seat of my pants. Yeah. Which you're like, oh, God, I would have done that different with a little bit more knowledge. Like we didn't even have like great mummy blogs back in the day yeah. or parent blogs. So yeah. it's like, God, there's so much information that can help people nowadays that I didn't have. But, you know, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. You made yeah, it. We made it. Yeah. We're, we're still, it's it's every day. How long were you in business before you started to see an actual profit that would support your family? I mean, I this a while, is a debt yeah. building business. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, so why? Because of the employees or because clothes, yeah, because or, of okay. infrastructure and because like, oh, I want to have that dress. I'm not getting lent that dress. I'm gonna go buy that dress and put it on the client. So you kind of had to Ooh, really what a gamble. super yeah. I gambled. So you would big pay time. for the dress. Mm-hmm. Whoa. On is myself. that normal? I think a lot of stylists would have oh, d- done okay. the same thing. Like okay. I, 
I made big gambles. Wow. You know, I built an archive. I've got a great closet of clothes now, yeah. <laughs> but I made big. And Matthew was always like, you got to invest in yourself. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, a few years, but yeah. I remember like I had less then, so I didn't have to make as much. But I remember thinking, oh, if I make $10,000 or something like that this month. Wow. Yeah. 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 We're killing it. Yeah. Killing it. Now I, you know, I have two studios. I have we have five employees yeah. like it, now it's a, it's a big business do you have a studio here in new york or just no i have another here. studio down oh, the hall. yeah well i have multiple businesses so oh, yeah. Yes. yeah and well and a big part of that i would love to talk about the things that you are an advocate for yes. that was i was so because period poverty is something that's really yeah. close to your yeah. heart yeah. i know that was a hard left turn but yeah no 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 um, well the period company is my business yeah it's period underwear. It's sustainable. It's affordable. It's reusable. Where did that idea come from? Because my my son got a period very early. Mm -hmm. So Clemens Trans, great. Got a period very, very early, 10 years old, where it was oh, just like, oh, my God, stressful. what do you do? Yeah. Super stressful. And doesn't get a period anymore. Uh, but I was like, how can you think a 10-year-old knows what to do? Right. And there was period underwear in the market, but it was like very, very expensive and it wasn't that good. And I was like, I just know. And at the time I'd already manufactured, I had my ex-Carlo line, which I made t-shirts. So I understood manufacturing. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, this is it. This is my big, huge idea. I'm going to create a period underwear that's super affordable, that's mass, that's absorbent, that can just make people's periods way easier. And, and selfishly, it was for Clem, but it was also for me because I was like, I hate the amount of waste I've created mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for five years now, because we were obviously in development, I haven't had a drop of period waste. Like, I just, it's just a game changer. And, you know, I have an amazing partner, Sasha Markov, and we created at the same time as this amazing product, this brand that's like, there's nothing wrong with the period. Periods are actually amazing. Right. Your what body's have, doing have, exactly what it's supposed what to What have we been told by men for hundreds of years? Why are we like so shamed by this? Yes. Why can we not just say to that 10-year-old, actually welcome superpower? Yeah. Not welcome to woman handers. Right. My idea that <laughs> yes. like men have put on us yes. like, oh, you're a woman now. Yeah. No, you're not. You're still a fucking kid. And you Whoa, don't have yes. to like. Because it's yeah, like. Yeah, you're right. All I'm, these things. You're a woman now. Dude. Like, no, you're not. You're right. Yeah, I know. That is exactly what my mom said to me when I got right. my period. She Can was you, like, welcome to womanhood. It's like, no. No, you're, you're not. a little girl. You're you're not even a woman Damn, until you're in your I've 20s. i never thought about how fucked that is. It's so fucked. And, and, you know, not even having like the period conversations and it just is so fixable. Yeah. It's so, with one generation of new period people, it's going to be so, we're just going to flip that switch. And, mm. and so, okay, so I came from it from my kid and from a sustainable point of view. And then when we launched, all of a sudden we were like, holy fuck, period poverty. Like four out of, like one out of four people in America suffer from period poverty. Will you explain what that is? Yeah, so period poverty is the, you know, period insecurity. It's lack of access to products, safe products for the period, which, you know, it's just, it's so like a domino effect. You don't go to school, you, or you're using like paper yeah. and you just, it just compounds. And yeah. there's so much shame and dignity. It's the number that, that people lose because of it. Like, can you imagine not being able to afford a period? Yeah. Product? I, I literally, I was walking the other day. I was walking Beverly Hills, which is like the 
you know, yeah. most affluent, whatever. Yeah. And I had to run to the pharmacy and I was running. I needed a toothbrush and I was running inside and there was a woman standing out front and she said, hey, I'm trying to get something from inside. Can you help me? She was a homeless woman. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, oh my God, of course. What, what do you need? And she's like, I need some pads. Oh, that's going to make me cry. Yeah, it's um, brutal. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, let's oh. go. I said, let's go in. Let's pick out some stuff. Oh, bless your um, heart. And I walked, you know, God, she was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. She was like, so effusive. And I was like, this is so fucked. It's so, so fucked. fucked on so many levels. And I and got my toothbrush it, and like got her stuff and walked out. And I was just, I told my boyfriend later, I'm like, this is so fucked up. It's, it's a global epidemic, but it's an epidemic in the way you can eradicate epidemics, right? right. You can make products for everybody and you can get them to everybody yeah. and it's not hard. Mm. We get weapons of fuck, you know, uh, we get them anywhere. Yeah. You can get fucking people period underwear. Every single person on this globe can have five pairs. Yeah. And the thing about the period company is, is we're not saying every month, can you, can someone help me find some pads? We're saying here are five pairs your period's taken care of for at least five years. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you remove the um, the waste that's created, but you also give someone total autonomy on their care. And I get it; not everybody's going to use a, this kind of this kind of product. But actually, everybody who uses it, it's like you've just changed my life. Yeah. So, so for us, part of a huge part of it is like we're a direct to consumer business. We just launched. In Walmart's nationwide. It's incredible. I know. Oh, that's incredible. Good job. Everybody go to Walmart, <laughs> period.co. Um, and we've lowered our price. Like, we were like, the only way this can work is if we make ourselves so affordable that that's the option for mm. people. And are these, just to just to understand, is this, are you wearing the underwear with a menstrual cup nope. or you're just, just wearing that? that? Okay, that feels wild to me because I have a pretty heavy flow. Right. So, so you're it, changing it, right? Oh, yeah, So yeah, like yeah. Okay. They are my heavy day, I have a very heavy flow as well. So like on day one and day two, put a pair on in the morning, midday I'm changing into okay. a fresh pair. Okay, got and it. And then I wear like the sleeper at night, which is like a game changer. You don't wake up, you don't have bloody sheets. Right. Like it's amazing. Right. Like you're, you're kind of blown away. You're like... Holy Christ! Yeah. Like, yeah, look how much blood's coming out. That it's kind of amazing. It's it's so pretty. Even yeah. just saying that and yeah. tapping into that, you're like, you can shift the way the world works, right? Well, it's also insane. And I know this is at this point we've like had this conversation a thousand times. But if men oh were my God. experiencing a period, period products would be free. They'd they, be amazing. They'd, like, we could access them anywhere. Anywhere it would, they would have like figured out a way to make it so easy, so Listen, seamless. They're not banning Viagra, but they're banning the abortion pill. Right. Like right. we know what we're up against, yeah. and it's. But as we say it, we work from like real imagination. At period, we're like, people who period are the largest community on this planet, mm. and unite it. We're pretty like formidable, right? And if we say actually periods are fucking amazing. Yes, of course, they hurt sometimes, and they're a pain in the ass, but they're amazing. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you looked at yourself when you were a kid and you weren't embarrassed about your period? And just like- Huge. Huge. Nobody ever told me, oh, this is totally normal. Your body's healthy. It's doing what it should. It was truly only four years ago when I had- a pretty severe hormone imbalance. And I didn't mm. know what was happening. I was like, I'm going insane. Oh I'm a God. monster. I'm so yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And my estrogen was super out of whack. Found that out and then went on this very long journey to balance it, but also to understand my body and how it worked. Right. And 
it makes me so sad. I'm telling you every month until four years ago, I was pissed. I was mad at my body. I was like, fuck, I can't, got to deal with this again. And I just think, what does that do to me energetically? Like I'm fighting with my body that's just trying to To flow. Yes. It's literally trying to, to like, we're so connected to how nature goes, right? Yeah. Nature flows. Yeah. Yeah. We are nature. Yeah. And it's like, what a shift we can have emotionally. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you know, we're, we're, we are we're results of a patriarchal system and like of being told this garbage yeah. through advertising. Cover your period. Put a tampon on. Don't let anybody know you have it. It's right. like the tampon was made by a man. Yes. He's never had to use it. Right. <laughs> like my Shove it inside of you. Yeah. Like so it's an amazing, I feel like I am working in my purpose. I feel like everything I've done in my life has got me to this point. And like, that's my big, that's my thing right now. It's really cool. Not right now. That's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. That's if the thing. people want to find out more, where can they go? They can go to period.co. Very cool. Yep. Carla, thank you so much for the thank time. Thank you so this much. This was such Rachel. a pleasure. It was so nice. Yeah. People are going to either be like, those girls don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> or they're like, yeah. But, no. But guess what? We do know what we we're talking do. about. You got to yeah. work. Yeah. You got to work. You got to work. And embrace your period. Embrace your period. Yeah. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Hey, it's me, your barista. So you know how you come in almost every day for our cold foam coffee? Yeah, well, I might be putting myself out of a job by telling you this, but now there's an easy way to foam at home with new International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. With three new foaming flavors, French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, who could blame you if you stopped coming in altogether? Yeah, it's that foaming delicious. You're welcome. New International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, now in stores. It's foaming delicious.